The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. Joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, brother from another mother, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is up, sir? Just, it's hot. You just live in that quarantine life, bud. It's hot out. It's a I little warm. Like I tell you, like, it's super nice here. Like, where I'm at, it's super nice. But the wind, man, the wind is blowing very very strong um so yeah other than that gorgeous yesterday was beautiful so yeah so what's new my yeah, friend yeah so uh um well we're live on facebook hey facebook hopefully they can hear i i, I messed around with this thing for a long time to get it just right so hopefully they can all hear us <laughs> you like um, i spent a lot of time on this that if it's not right i'm going to cry <laughs> well, I, I so I didn't actually hear the opening music what? that you played. You didn't. So, I you mean, couldn't hear any of it. No, I didn't hear it. But that's okay. I don't need it. Hang on a um, second. Just that means I probably second. can't also hear any like sound effects you play. Well, that's what I was just gonna say here. Can you hear this? No, I can't. Oh, could you hear? I that? heard something. One yeah. second here. Yeah, definitely heard that. <laughs> so you can hear that. Okay, so we're good. Yeah. All right, we're good. So I did a little poll on Twitter, which I'm going to start doing like some weekly polls. And did you see this poll on Twitter? No. Wait, maybe. I don't know. I did a poll of uh, favorite ecto catchphrases. I did see this. I did what? put four of them. I had to make one up for you because I was trying to think real fast. Yeah, I don't say funny stuff. You do. Um. So... Um. It was that good. That's good sauce. Oh, Came yeah. in at thirty three percent. Thirty three percent. All right. All right. Yeah. Did me from behind. Came in at eleven percent. Um, That's my favorite. aliens scare me is the one I made up for you. Cute. Zero percent. Yeah. Then nobody. Uh, and the that. winner of the poll is it's science bitches. That's a good one. That's a good one. Six percent. That's a good quote. Um, Several people saying that Sherwin Williams should have been on there, and they all would have voted for that. So the, the Sherwin Williams one is pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh my god, good stuff, good sauce. In fact, yeah, you need to friend. start saying that again. So I try. I, um, I stop saying it so much. Y'all making fun of me all the time. Come on, man. So we're doing. We're gonna do something new. Yeah. At the end of this episode, what are we? What are we doing? We are going to put on a Patreon exclusive extension. Yes, and you won't know what it is unless you become a patron. That's We're not true. going to tell you about it. No, um, it'll be own. an extension of ectoplasm goodness. goodness, and you only have to sign. You only have to be at the dollar level. Um, yeah, to get it. Which is You'll good. be able to have access to this video as well as the um, audio version of it on I Patreon. It. I love it. And we will work on uh, – there's actually ways that we can do it where you can subscribe to it, but we're not there yet. I don't have it set up to do that yet. But we're going to be able to listen to it. still around. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, go to our Patreon, go to our website, and you can find all of our social medias there, our Patreon. We still have a Threadless store where yeah. somebody bought a pink hoodie and hasn't shared the photo of themselves in the pink hoodie yeah, yet. I want to see that. I want to see that because um, it wasn't me. You could give us a phone call at 913-730-7255 or text us. That's right. Or you could go to podbelly.com. There you go. Our... <laughs> Uh, network, yeah, and let them know what you think of our new streaming episodes on Facebook and our new Patreon 
extensions. Yeah, absolutely. You know what's messed up? You remember the uh, so when we got together just was it last week? Yes. You gave I me broke the quarantine. Uh, yeah, you broke quarantine. Came on up. You actually, but you brought with you the Podbelly T-shirt. Of, I did for me. Uh, Does it which, fit you? What's that? Does it fit you? I don't know yet. I haven't. This is what I'm getting at. Like I haven't even put the dang thing on yet because my wife stole it. My wife stole oh. the shirt, so um, so I haven't even had the chance to to sport it around yet, which I'm, I'm planning on doing. Uh, but yeah, I was a little upset, but it is what it is. I bet she looks better in it than you I do. I guarantee that. Absolutely. Guaranteed. Oh, my goodness. Now, hey, you said that we had some, some weird stuff to talk about. Yes, I did. I um, I wanted to talk about the end of the world, a little Ooh. bit of doom porn um, <laughs> with everything going on in the world at the moment. Yeah, it's a little crazy out there. I don't know if you guys have noticed, um, you know. As you sit here on Facebook watching this because you're not at work, like you know, <laughs> Jesus, it's just crazy. Is the manor closed yet? You guys don't have a stay-at-home order in Iowa yet, we, do you? No. Okay, so it's it's very odd. Nobody in Iowa actually understands what exactly is going on. So basically, they've closed everything down. But because well, the restaurants were closed when okay, I was there. Well, yeah, the restaurants were closed, except you can still order. They'll Eat bring it. it to your car. The, so curbside pickup, you know what I mean? Um, but the governor now has has gone on there, and she has, like, basically shut everything down. You can't even go to the park any longer, um, technically. Oh. Uh, I live right next to a park, and it is kind of funny just to see the foot traffic that is still going on in the park because nobody else is doing anything. And there, it, it also appears that nobody is really enforcing any uh, type of rule or anything like that. So stay at home? No. There's no, like... Uh, technical stay-at-home order however everything is supposed to be shut down so anyway um it, is, but it's, is the manor essential you're damn right we're essential you know where else you're yeah. never going to catch you're never gonna you know, ghosts don't don't give you the yeah. uh the coronavirus i don't know if no. you know that it's science I learned something about one of those rooms that I won't divulge on here, but you may catch something from that room. Which room? The oh, table. yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> you catch um, something else. But so I wanted to talk about something that I found the other day, so, uh, a fun fact. Okay. That, you know, in the Gregorian calendar, which is the one we all follow in the West, is 2020. Yes. But in the Ethiopian calendar is 2012. Okay. So no, 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 no. I think yeah. you got that backwards. No, I, I don't. Okay. So what you're saying is the Ethiopian calendar ended in 2012. No, it hasn't ended. It's still going. But we are in 2012 on the Ethiopian calendar. Oh, I see what you're saying. So this crap show is going to continue on? Like, what's the end date on that? <laughs> Do well, one? we'll get to some of that. I, I came across some real craziness. I mean, not too crazy, but here's the deal: um, like, if if the world if the world was going to come to an end, I would rather just be smacked by like some meteor and have it be done well, and over with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like this, this crap is just ridiculous. I personally don't think this will be the end of the world. I think this will be. Um, lifted by our overlords and we'll have somewhat of a semblance of a normal life yeah for a little while for a little bit longer um whether they planned this or not they did see that this was a very easy way to get everybody to just fall in line and do whatever they say sure, sure. so i'm it. sure it'll be used at some point again in the future they are saying that this disease is going to be possibly seasonal yeah um, yeah which will be fun. Um, but I wanted to talk <laughs> about a, a little bit about 2012. Okay. And what happened in our calendar of 2012. And we don't have to really go rehash what was supposed to happen. Okay. Um, I guess we could do a quick rundown that it was supposed to end on December 12, 21st, 2012. Yes. 
because of the Mayan calendar and either or end of the world or new world. Um, clearly, that didn't happen on our timeline. No, that did not. Um, so the did say scenario suggested that the end of the world included the arrival of the next solar maximum which is definitely not true because we've been in a solar minimum for a while we're actually in solar stuff here pretty soon because there's some dramatic stuff going on with our sun at the moment as well really yes and and um there was somebody we'll get into him a little bit later there was a person that predicted this virus based on solar and space weather Oh man, I can't wait to talk about that. That'll be good. Um, yeah, so there was there was some of that. There was also the our, the Earth was supposed to interact with the possibly interact with the supermassive black hole at the center of the galaxy Ooh, and yeah. throw us all off, or Just or we were gonna have a you know Nibiru smack into planet Earth. Oh Nibiru, those those people are still out there and going strong. By the way, seriously, that's still around. Yeah, I you haven't heard see some much. of the. Uh, the space lens YouTube videos out yeah. there. It's um, they they believe that the powers that be, the aliens or what have you, have placed a space lens in the sky that blocks our view of the incoming planet, and they have yeah. video which it's um, it's like out of Alaska streaming uh, videos where anybody can just go log in and watch. Okay. And all it is is just water droplets on the screen or on yeah. the camera lens. Right. And they, you know, because it's perfectly round and it moves with the sun according to them, or it doesn't move with the sun according to them, whichever one you're watching, it, that means that it's a lens that's placed into space. Oh, um, for God's sake. So yeah, go check that stuff Come out. Come on, man. That's amazing. But one of the really cool ones was the web bot. You remember the web bot? Web we bot. Talked, I mean, we, we've talked a little bit about the web bot over the years, but it, it predicted such things as uh, natural disasters and um, oh yeah, nine eleven. Right. One of the big ones. No, I do remember this. Yeah. So the <clears> web <throat> bot project developed in the late nineteen nineties was created to assist in making stock market predictions. <laughs> the technology uses the systems of spiders to crawl the internet and search for keywords such much like search engines do yeah uh when a keyword is located the bot program takes a snapshot of the text preceding and following the keyword i don't know if this web bot's still around i'm sure that there's several of them oh now. i guarantee it uh this snapshot of text is sent to a central location where it is then filtered to define meaning so in 2001, the bot operators began to notice that stock market predictions were not the only matters being accurately predicted by the program. And they began to take notice of the coincidence that occurs and explored it further. One of the first accurate predictions from the web bot program took place in June of 2001. At that time, the program predicted that a life-altering event would take place within the next 60 to 90 days. Oh, wow. An occurrence of such proportion that it affects would be felt worldwide. The program based its predictions on its filtered web chatter content. I guess, I guess, oh, this, this person said, I guess you could say ultimately represents the collective consciousness of society. Dang. And then 9-11 happened. Right. Um, it did say that the bot program also predicted a worldwide calamity taking place in the year 2012. For those who study astrology, prophecies, and the like, you may already be familiar with this date. Anyways, yeah, clearly that didn't happen, but my guess is it was picking up on all of everybody talking about it going be happen happening probably because there was a lot leading up to that i mean for god's sake they even made movies you know about this stuff about 2012 specifically and the end of the world and all that stuff well i watched um 
2012 again the other day. Yeah, how was it? It's, it's okay. Have you seen it? I've only seen it once. It was many yeah. moons ago. I mean, it's Cusack and... Yeah, that's right. It's not bad. I like Cusack. I like that guy. Cool cat. So another thing that predicted something to happen around that time uh, was X-Files. What? So the X-Files... What's going on? Cusack. What's going on? Well, I mean, the date's already passed, but so X-Files season nine ending had the plot line that aliens would commence their final invasion on December 22nd of 2012. Ooh, that's hot. So hot. And it looks like, so another claim involved alien invasion. God damn, Google. Quiet, they're listening. Um, In December 2010, an article first published in Examiner had later referenced an English language edition of Pravda. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. Citing a second digitized sky survey photograph as evidence that SETI had detected three large spacecraft due to arrive at Earth in 2012. Huh. So did they come and then they're still here? That's what I want to know. Was the invasion that X-Files told us about, not predicted, did it happen but on the back burner, like in in the shadows? Yeah. And I mean, like, again, are we just being conditioned to believe? I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know where to go with any of this. So, let's talk about some of the stuff that did happen. In 2012, 2012 specifically? Oh, dude. As response to... Oh, okay. This prediction. Okay. So, in the United States, sales of private underground blast shelters increased noticeably after 2009. Yeah. With build. many construction companies advertising advertisements calling attention to the 2012 apocalypse i do remember an episode of jesse ventura's conspiracy theory yes sir where he spoke with some bunker builders actually out of kansas because there's several silos that were converted at that time and these are like get parts right these like i saw one it may have actually been that one it may have been that episode but they're like heavily guarded like it's like almost a military installment. You would swear you just stumbled upon a military installment. It's not. It's it's a bunker, and they. It's crazy to me, man. Crazy. But yeah. So they couldn't get like the the parts to um, filter the air and stuff like that because the government had buy, bought up most of that. Oh, I see. It says, in Michigan, schools were closed for the Christmas holidays two days early, in part because rumors of the 2012 apocalypse were raising fears of repeat shootings similar to that at Sandy Hook. Oh. Jesus. That's scary stuff. Um, American reality TV stars Heidi Montag and Spencer Pratt revealed that they had spent most of their $10 million of accumulated earnings by 2010 because they believed the world would end in 2012. Wow. Wow. I I guess if I had the money, I would already have a bunker somewhere. Exactly. You would have the bunker, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What would you put in your bunker? Um, now, nowadays, we have services for for preppers, right? We have things that preppers can buy, and it's like food. I mean, it's it's basically just like an MRE. It's basically yes, all you're buying. A lot of that stuff is super marked up. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, absolutely. It's pricey. Um, yeah. I mean, the process of dehydrating the food and everything. Yeah. Is is a to make it that shelf stable for that long is an expensive process. Dude, you're and it's talking, hard for like the normal person to do it. So you're talking 
some of the nastiest things, um, like one of them is like, you know, cause they have like different meals, right? So like they yeah. have some that are specifically for like mm-hmm. breakfast, right? And you have like eggs in this. Now, I don't know what it is about it, but it just grosses me out more than anything. <laughs> like knowing that you're going to have to prepare these eggs and they've been sitting there for maybe five years or whatever. It's disgusting to me. Well, you know, honestly, that stuff is being an outdoorsman and backpacking yeah i've had several of those meals because they make them in smaller sizes for outdoorsmen yeah and for the most part i mean they're tolerable i would rather have that than nothing of course there it is at the end of the world right um some of them are actually pretty good but the ones that are pretty good are very bad for you yeah. because of the salt, salt content, content and all yeah. of those, actually. Right. Yup. So, yeah. You're eating. <laughs> You're still eating. But, so but I man. Would, as far no as way. what I would put in my bunker, yeah, I mean, food, water. You're going to need a lot of water. Now, what kind of food items are you putting down toilets. there? Toilets. You're going to need a place to... Rock a deuce every once in a while. Now, what kind of yeah. food, though? What kind of food are you putting in? I there? mean, so it has to be that kind of food. It has to be shelf stable for. It's going to have to be. Yes, time. Long I mean, shelf other life. than else, if if it depends on the size of the bunker too. So if I had a large enough bunker, I could possibly have a hydroponics area where Maybe. I grow my own stuff. So here's the. So people were purchasing. These old train cars, I think, is what they were. Cargo things, weren't they? Like the big cargo things. Cargo. There's also people that have buried even buses and made their own buses. Yes. I've seen that. But yeah, you put it underground and you do your thing. Yeah. Man, just amazing. But you can get one of those five grand. Five grand will get you one of those containers and you can live in there. You know, well, you kind you of. have to do a lot more to live five grand. In there. Five grand is going to get you. Five grand is going to get you the structure itself. You still got to bury it. You're you still going to have to get you gotta air. Make it livable. You're still going to have to get air in there somehow. Yes, you're going to have to do all sorts of fun stuff. And in your case, Koopsik, you're going to need some plumbing in there as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Koopsik sure. likes to take a deuce. Guys you like don't me. You don't want to have to go outside. Or I'm not do going outside. Bucket in the look, corner. Look, I know what I do. Okay, so here's the deal. Like, I'm gonna have a corner. It'll just be the the schlop basket or something. I don't know, but yeah. You we'll go ahead and you mess around with your dig plumbing. a pit latrine. <laughs> you could do that. Yeah. It's, it, I you guess it also that. depends on if I'm in there by myself versus if I'm in there with my family. You're going to have your family with you. Come on. And I'm going to be there well, too, no, no, buddy. No, no, Remember no. Yeah, if the apocalypse. World, of course. Yeah, I'll be there with yeah. my family. The apocalypse comes. You promised. You yeah, you promised that you were coming <laughs> up here. That you were going to save me and my family. And you were going to take us away to safety. You know, You're going to be all the properties that I own are actually in yeah. the other direction. It doesn't matter. I'll meet you halfway. How about that? Uh, So anyway, some of the other stuff that happened around the world in 2012. Yeah. In Russia, inmates of a women's prison experienced, quote, a collective mass psychosis in the weeks leading up to the supposed doomsday, while residents of a factory town near Moscow reportedly emptied a supermarket of matches, candles, food and other supplies probably toilet paper yeah <laughs> uh the minister of emergency situations declared in response that according to quote methods of monitoring what is occurring on the planet earth there would be no apocalypse in december when asked when the world would end in a press conference russian ple- president vladimir putin said Boy, in about 4.5 billion years He's adorable, isn't he? Like, isn't he just fucking cute? But you also want to just beat the piss out of him? Yeah. Yeah. That that quote reminded me of something I saw today. I bought a mailbox today. Oh, good for you. A mailbox to put up. And it said, it didn't just say made in China. It said made on earth in China. Made on earth in China. In China, yeah. So now we got (laughs) to... 
I don't know if that's like a um, translation issue or if maybe they just decided to start telling us that they have off-world factories. Well, now that we have now that we have the space force and all of this stuff (laughs) kind of established, it wouldn't surprise me if yeah, further on down the road, we're gonna have to start putting factories in, in space. For God's sake, my lord, that's just amazing. In December of 2012, Vatican astronomer yes. Reverend Jose Fuentes dude, this was huge. Wrote in the yeah vote, wrote in the Vatican newspaper La Savetor Romano that the apocalyptic theories around 2012 were not even worth discussing. Right, right, and that he's also the same person that went on and said that we need we shouldn't be surprised if we are visited by aliens one day. Yeah. Super adorable. Did you like that you know cartoon I posted? On I Facebook? did. I thought it was super cute. Yeah. Just any excuse to get Make out of the house. You know what I mean? Probing. Yeah, you just gotta get out of the house. Just something to do. You know what I mean? Um Meeting in China, new people, to, making memories. Yeah. Yeah. Great. In China, up to one thousand members of the Christian cult, Almighty God, that's the name of the cult, Almighty God. All right. It's super were original. arrested after claiming that the end of Baktun thirteen, which was the a Mayan calendar, marked the end of the world and that it was time to overthrow communism. Oh, for God's sake. They got a, they got arrested for saying it was time to overthrow communism, not that it was the end of the world. So they're probably all dead now, anyway. So right, it was because the end they're of the forty world, years though. too late. For, like, <laughs> whatever. Shoppers were reported to be hoarding supplies of candles in anticipation of coming darkness, while online retailer Taabu sold tickets to board Noah's Ark to customers. Christ, seriously. Uh, Seriously. Uh, bookings for wedding ceremonies on December 21st, 2012 were saturated in several cities. Skyrocketed, yeah. <laughs> on December 14th of 2012, a man in Hina province attacked and wounded 23 children with a knife. I remember this. Dude. It was a big political to-do. It was all politics? Well, no, no, not him. But it was used by ah. the right to say, see, even gu- people with knives can kill everybody. You don't need to ban my guns. <sighs> it says authorities suspected the ban had been influenced <laughs> by the prediction of the upcoming apocalypse. Right, right. Patrick Kalish says you have adorable white headphones. Oh, thanks, bud. I appreciate that. I've got... Uh... I've got my other, my, my Tascam headphones. They're not here. They're actually, I forgot them at the manor. So this is, yeah, <laughs> this is what I got. <laughs> so on December 6th of 2012, Australia Prime Minister Julia, it's probably Julia, not Julia, Julia <laughs> Gillard <laughs> delivered a host way to Way to suss speech. that out. What? Good job. Good yeah. job. <laughs> The prime minister did this, delivered a hoax speech for yeah. the radio station Triple J in which she declared, my dear remaining fellow Australians, the end remaining? of the world is coming. Whether the final blow comes from flesh-eating zombies, demonic hell beasts, or for the or from the tri- total, sorry, or from the total triumph of K-pop. If you know one thing about me, it's this. I will always fight for you to the very end. My God. <laughs> Radio announcer Neil Mitchell described the hoax as immature and no pondered sh- whether it demeaned her office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say hilarious. that's a stretch, guys. Yeah, we find it funny. But can you imagine at the time? Like, <laughs> man. I mean, I don't know much about triple but I yeah. doubt it's a very serious radio station to begin with. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Jeepers. <laughs> In wow. the cock the CEO Kala Koya in Brazil, <laughs> the mayor of oh I love it when we practice our non regional diction, you know what I mean? Yeah. On the show. I That's, love it. A person in Brazil who's the mayor of the city of Sao Francisco de Paulo 
Rio Grande de Sol (laughs) (laughs) mobilized the population to prepare for the end of the world by stocking up on food and supplies. In another city, from another person, a colony was built for survivors of the expected tragedy. Man. Hotels in an even another city yeah. also made specific <laughs> reservations for prophetic dates. Oh, for God's sake. Um, really? On October 11th of 2012, in another Brazilian city, <laughs> police interrupted what was believed to have been an attempted mass suicide by up to 1,000, oh, sorry, 100 members of a cult headed by self-proclaimed prophet Luis Pereira dos Santos, who predicted the end of the world on the feast day of Our Lady of Apreciada, Aparecida. Santos was subsequently arrested. So, yeah, all that stuff did happen. Damn. So, I don't know. To me, that's mass hysteria at its finest. Honestly. And then, like, that politician, that lady was uh, Australia. Is that what you said? Yes, the prime minister. Yeah, so, okay, the prime minister of, of Australia saying something like that, that's just not, I, I don't know. That's completely You, you have to uncouth. say that now that you're running for office. It's just not couth. You don't do that. Hilarious now? Yeah. Then? No. <laughs> like, you don't do that. I would say this even if I wasn't running for office. I, I don't know. I love the chaos. Do you really? No, no, not really. I was going to say, like, what about now? What about the chaos now? How do you digest this information? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm I, okay. My, my biggest thing, I, my, you know, and, and us being in the Midwest, we're not, we're affected by it, of course, but we're not, yeah. it's not in our streets. It's not in our everyday life at the moment. Um, it still could be coming. I mean, it's in our everyday life, but we don't see the virus on a personal level for the most part. There, of course, like Let me you had a relative you, that yeah. may have had it. I'll, I'll go you one further now, okay? So I get a phone call the other day from a really good buddy of mine. Actually, we've we've had him on the show a couple of different times now over the years. Um, I get a phone call from him, and he tells me that his wife has contracted the coronavirus right oh and at first at first i thought he was just joking around because i mean he has a very weird dark sense of humor and this would be something that he would joke about right and so i was like bs no way turns out it's 100 true not only does she have coronavirus but she's also expecting their first child oh right like this is my crazy yeah, my in-laws have a friend who died of it in upstate New York. God. Um, but, I mean, I didn't know that person personally. I, I don't know personally anybody that has contracted it sure. that, you know, has been tested and verified. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, here And here I can still go anyway. outside. I can still go driver stomped. Yeah. Or go to the store. Sure. So. It's interesting times, my friend. So so let's let's take a break yeah. here. Okay. We'll, we'll put in some uh, some ads. You want me to whatnot. run some ads? I can run some ads. Just run them. Yeah, just run them. Yeah, we're gonna and stay. For the video's sake, we'll just keep it going. Okay. Yeah, I was like, we'll just stay live, though. Correct. Yes. Okay. And then when we come back, we'll talk about some of the things, a, f- a couple of the things that may have predicted or caused this coronavirus to spring up all right come on back welcome to paranormal warehouse paranormal warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers create a profile add friends upload video audio and photographic evidence discuss theories and techniques in the forum Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. 
visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Space is the home of anything you want from films, music, and original shows ranging from all different topics of true crime, the paranormal, conspiracy, and so much more. You have to see it to believe it. Created by Elizabeth Saint and Nick Groff, Viddy Space is truly the future of entertainment. Join now for 15 days free and only $9.99 per month after that. Go to vidi.space. It's another world. Everyone come to our world. I don't know if you want to come into our world, but it's pretty crazy. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained, all viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. All right, peeps, welcome back. Round two, ectoplasm show. <sighs> All right, Koopsik, you said you were whipping something out or pulling something up or I don't know what yes. you said. Okay. <laughs> uh, I whipped it out and pulled it up. Lovely, lovely. Do share. So there is some stuff going on with our space weather at the moment that has all taken backstage, of course, to what's going on. Yeah. But in part... Not in part. The uh, a it was it was predictive of this. So during 1918, there was a solar minimum. Okay. And right now we are in the fastest declining solar minimum we can scientifically see, scientifically see in the last ten thousand years. Interesting. It says this is always a trigger or sign of a collapse of society historically. Wow. Plagues, wars, and famines typically happen when that sort of thing happens in our space weather. This says of... we are also in the deepest sunspot minimum that we've ever recorded. Right. Throughout history, plagues break out during solar minimums. This one, this solar minimum peaked in 2000, December 2012. Magnetic fields weaken when there's a solar minimum. And so let me pull up. There was a paper published in Current Science, Volume 117, November 10th, or sorry, November 25th of 2019. Okay. Let me, it's not a very... It's not a very long article, so I'll just read it. I don't know. I I haven't read through the whole thing, but I have read the quotes. So, space weather and pandemic warnings. Medical science is not accustomed to turning to the skies for warnings of pandemics, although this is precisely what our distant ancestors throughout history were prone to do. The sun clearly plays an important role in all aspects of our lives. For instance, there have been many claims that the occurrence of pandemic influenza and other viral outbreaks is correlated with the well-known 11-year sunspot cycle. Although the precise mechanism for such a causative connection had remained unclear. Now with space exploration and continuous monitoring of space weather, it is evident that the Earth's magnetosphere and the interplanetary magnetic field in its vicinity are modulated by the solar wind that in turn controls the flow of charged particles onto the Earth. Wow. During times of sunspot minima, particularly deep sunspot minima, a general weakening of magnetic field occurs which would be accompanied by an increase in the flux of cosmic rays. 
and also of electrically charged interstellar and interplanetary dust particles, as there is growing evidence to suggest that the latter include biological entities. An increase in their incidence on the Earth is therefore to be expected in such times. Interesting. Not only CR-induced mutation events, but recombinant recombination events involving novel virion strains would be expected would be the expected outcome of which we should be aware the next minimum between the current cycle 24 and cycle 25 was predicted to occur between july 2019 and september 2020 Perhaps we have now approached the deepest sunspot minimum for a century with more Jeez. spotless days per week than in previous minima. That's nuts. On the basis of this data, there appears to be a prima facie case for expecting new viral strains to emerge over the coming months, and so it would be prudent for health or public health authorities the world over to be vigilant and prepared for any necessary action. This was hardly, November yeah. of last year. We, yeah, we hardly, we need hardly to be reminded that the specter of the 1918 devastating influenza pandemic stares us in the face from across a century. Data on the number of sunspots were provided by the Sunspot Index and Long-Term Solar Observation World Data Center Royal Observatory Observatory of Belgium, Brussels. Hmm. Brussels. Brussels. <laughs> Brussels. So, yeah. And so, this comes from a person who. Uh, this is also verified by a uh, financial data st statistics algorithm as well. Okay. Um, that tracks this kind of stuff and they started figuring out that what they were tracking also predicts stuff like this. So yeah, this is from November 25th of 2019 before any known cases of this coronavirus. Wow. That's crazy to me, bro. And nobody's talking about it. I, I heard no. about it on a podcast, <clears throat> uh, but nobody in the mainstream media is talking about it. Well, What's the circulation on that magazine? I I have no idea. I mean, it's just not... I mean... It's just not a genre that a lot of people are going to pick up. You know what I mean? Like, popular mechanics. Like, a lot of people aren't going to read that. Like, Us Weekly. You know what I mean? Some people are, some people aren't. Um... And that's just it is like it seems to me that more people are breaking away from scientific fact than ever before, which is I, I, I don't know even what to think about it other than I just shake my head. Well, and so this, this doesn't mean it's scientific fact, but this but, follows yeah. this this scientist and this this article is about following the trends of what happens when and that's how he wrote this article because of trends of the past which are now coming to fruition today yes five months and so apparently this this person the what they use to predict this they also have like so much detail down to they could tell you why the the cotton market in you know 300 year ago egypt failed interesting um, huh. And it's all financial statistics, but right. they could, they've used it. They've applied it to all this other stuff, and that's how they came up with this. And, that's crazy. Um, you know, apparently it's true, but there's there's some other stuff that um, are harbingers of possibly of what what is transpiring in the world. Now, have you ever heard of the Hunger Stones? I don't believe so. So the Hunger Stones have appeared again. And I'll just read the article and then we can talk about it. Okay. Um, while the global warming, let's see, this was written August 27th of 2018. So it doesn't mention anything about the virus. Yeah. 
While the global warming fanatics are out in force, I'm not sure what website this is from. Anyways, see the heat in Europe is. Let me let me skip ahead to past okay. the global warming crap. Okay, another piece of historical evidence they ignored. Okay, sorry, I'm I'm just trying to get to the pertinent information. So pictured. And I'll share this picture in the the um, in the Facebook group. Yeah, is the Hunger Stone. It's from 1616, okay. which has been exposed by the low level of water in the Elbe River. Interesting. And it's in Dessen in the Czech Republic. So throughout the centuries, there have been these cycles of extreme heat followed by extreme cold. Each event have been recorded when drought has resulted in the low level of water in the Elbe River. So these stones, they started recording when they were exposed. Weird. So the various hunger stones record droughts that result in famine and soaring prices for food. The droughts have been recorded on the stones' dates from, oh, so the first was 1417, 1616, 1707, 1746, 1790, 1800, 1811, 1830, 1842, 1868, 1892, and 1893. So that's over 476 years. Jeez, man. It's awesome. This is awesome. It says, it says there are two years back-to-back, 1892 and 1893. It doesn't reflect two droughts. It reflects one massive drought. Right. Um, <clears throat> there were 11 events in the 476-year span, which average of 43.27 years in between. It says it actually conforms to their economic confidence model frequency of 8.6 years, whatever that is. Oh, this, this website is... ArmstrongEconomics.com. Okay. So it's another one of those economic websites that follows trends. Sure. I should have made notes from this because this is all about global warming. What? Is that you or me, pal? That's not me. What is that? Are you getting another Skype call? No. That's what I thought was interesting. Dude. The fuck? I don't know. It just stopped. Oh, well. It's done. Anyways, so here here gets to the, the point of it. So this was written in 2018. Okay. When the stones hadn't appeared yet. So it, is, it says, it appears that instead of a back-to-back events, in 2019... This could become the worst period of intensity and produce three years of drought through 2020. So they they keep using drought, but another thing that happens when these stones appear yeah. is a drop in sunspot activity and also a rise in pandemics. So, you- so they, in 2018, predicted that these stones would reappear in 2019 and 2020. That's so crazy. That's so freaking crazy. Man, isn't that I'm just? To, it's it's interesting to me because you know we as a as a society we as a just the human populace in general we don't study the past, not the way that we should. Like you and I, like I mean, the majority of us, we would look at data like that and we'd be like, "Oh crap, it's looking as if a, a trend is starting to emerge here," right? Um. And it would also then look like here coming up, like fairly soon, this is going to happen again. And we would probably take steps, right? But heaven forbid we we do that. I don't know. It's just, it's weird to me. But we don't, I don't know. We don't study the way that we should. Yeah, I'm going to dig into this article more because they go into... <clears throat> 
even more future dates about prices of food going up in 2024 and volcanic eruptions and meteor showers and tie it all together. That's interesting to me. Um, Something I did come across, which is completely normal for the situation, but many conspiracy theorists are using it as the government knows more than we know. Um, um, So this article is from the Daily Mail, April 8th. Um, Well, no, that's today's date. I don't know what date it was. Oh, March 28th. U.S. military command teams in charge of protecting homeland security are being isolated in the infamous Cheyenne Mountain bunker where they will remain sealed off until the coronavirus pandemic passes. Hmm. Now, they're using this as, oh, my God, the government is hiding themselves, so something big is going to happen. Uh, But in reality, this is just normal operating procedure for something like this. Yeah, it makes sense. You want to keep your people healthy, for God's sake. Did you see the... um, This doesn't necessarily have to do the virus. This more has to do with the end times. Did you see the... The earth, all the earthquake activity around Yellowstone. Uh, yeah, I did. It's growing. It is in, in intensity. <clears throat> and uh, uh, I know numerous times on the show we've mentioned uh, the the super volcano underneath Yellowstone and what would potentially happen if it were to explode and erupt. Um, and the fact that it's now what thousands of years past due. Yes, several thousand. Several thousand. Tens of thousands right. of years past Thank due. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so uh, did you see that in the most recent round of earthquakes, something that could definitely be seen as a prophetic harbinger of doom happened? What? What happened? Utah earthquake damages Mormon temple and knocks trumpet from iconic angel statue. <laughs> oh, here we go. The 5.7 magnitude earthquake that shook Utah Wednesday, and this article is from March 18th morning, also dislodged a symbolic part of Salt Lake City's iconic Mm. Mormon temple, the trumpet of an angel statue atop its highest spire. I did not see this. I did not see this. The temple Mm. is the spiritual focal point for the 16 million members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. The, the trumpet on the Angel Moroni statue fell off, and there was a minor displacement of some of the temple's smaller spire stones. But yeah, just imagine the, like that. That's kind of like that picturesque end of the world scene when <laughs> the ground starts shaking, and then the, and the statues at the top of the whatever you're standing around start losing yeah. their things oh, and falling gosh. over. Bro, crazy. Wow. It is pretty crazy. So when do you think the world's going to end? Well, <clears throat> if I were a betting man, no. I don't know, man. Honestly, I I think I think the world obviously is going to end at some point. I just don't know when. And I would if if I had to guess, I would say at least a thousand years from now. Long time. Long time. I think eventually what's going to happen is the human race will get its poop in a group. And finally leave the or establish something else off planet? Yes, that will happen. Because they're going to start collecting data similar to the data points that you read off. However, it's not going to be... It's going to be more uh, exact type of things. Uh, yeah. They'll be able to to really predict and make an accurate prediction as to what and when things are going to happen. And then when they see that something um, terrible will happen, then yes, I mean, there will already be a plan that will be then set into motion and then they will continue on. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But... But my goodness, pal. 
but yeah, I don't think I don't think we're going to see like end times or anything like that. I don't think we're going to see any biblical prophecies come to fruition during our lifetimes or anything like that. I do think that yeah, it's probably a thousand years out. So there are several people that believe that the asteroid is going to hit on April 29th and that yeah. this is being used as a way to keep everybody home to prepare for it. Yeah, I've read I've read things on that. I've like I've heard little rumblings here and there about that and I just don't I just I want to say know. hi to my wife who just started watching us. Hey, what's up, Mrs. <laughs> Koopsik? How you doing? So is my wife watching? The, what the heck, man? What's going on as here? As far as the asteroid, yeah. You know, if 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 I were to believe the people, the astronomers and stuff, they've shown movement of the asteroid. So if the asteroid was heading towards us, where it was going to hit us, it wouldn't move throughout the sky. It it would be solid in one place because it's coming towards our perspective. Correct. But they've shown time-lapsed photos of it moving across the sky if that's the real asteroid so there's no possible way unless our you know our magnetic force gravity pulls it in i I guess it's possible Hmm. um but i don't i i think that people are just it's supposed to pass like five million miles away from us so (sighs) buddy it's just crazy to me I just don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. Hopefully, this madness is over soon enough. Are you... Here's a weird question for you. During this whole, like, stay-your-ass-at-home quarantine thing, have you become more busy? Or less Um, busy? I I am more busy. Like, I am more busy now than I was before, which is ridiculous to think about. Because I I was busy before. Oh. I was busy before, and now it's just ludicrous. There are uh, things ludicrous. that I'm doing, yeah. But we're also binge watching some shows and whatnot. What are you guys watching? So, we just finished up the new Ozark season. You know, the other night, uh, the wife was watching that. I was doing some, uh, some stuff or whatever. But like, the wife was watching it, and I was glancing up every once in a while, and I was, I kind of. I kind of like it. This is like season one, you know what I mean? All the way back, all the way back, the OG episodes. And I'm like, man, this is kind of good. Really disturbing, <laughs> but uh, pretty cool. I don't know. I like it. I think it's a good show. I like it. What else are you watching? You watching uh, Tiger King yet? No. My daughter watched it, but What'd I, she I think? don't know. I don't What'd know she think of it? I mean, she... Dude, it's stupid. Not the same as everything else. It's Everybody stupid. else is crazy. Okay, crazy, yes. Ridiculous is what it is. Here's what's scary about the Tiger King. If you really want to know my thoughts on this, this is what's terrifying about the Tiger King. There are actually people out there that do this stuff. Not raise tigers or anything like that, but like there are people out there who are actively involved in... in uh, the the drug trade. There are actively people out there who are like willing to pay money to off somebody else. It's like, what is going on with this? It is a beautiful little train wreck. That's what it is. And you can't stop watching it. Dude, it is so windy. I don't there. know if I'm going to watch it or not. Don't, do not. don't watch it. Don't watch it. Do not watch it. You you can catch the uh, I'm sure if you got on like YouTube or whatever you could see like highlight reels or whatever. It's super slow moving too. It really is. They could have taken care of the majority of Tiger King. Could have been condensed down to like one or two hours tops. Done. An hour, hour and a half. Done. The whole thing. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's crazy. What, what are you well, doing over there? I was uh, looking up a couple things for our Patreon extension. Oh, yeah. Go sign up for just a dollar and you will get an extended episode that you can watch on Patreon. And pretty soon you'll be able to subscribe to on certain 
pod catchers. That's right. That's right. All right, so we're going to go ahead and end this episode here, and we're going to continue on over on Patreon. All right? Everybody stay well, get healthy, peace out. Peace out.